Okay, everybody, this is E. Marcel Pertut. Welcome to another edition of the Technical State of Georgia Athletics. We're going to review Georgia State football's win over Arkansas State this past weekend, as well as the rest of the Sun Belt Conference on the gridiron. We are recording this on November 22nd, 2021. It's Thanksgiving week here in the United States, so happy Thanksgiving to all of you that are listening to us uh, at this, some point this week. Greatly appreciate your support throughout the, the year with everything related to our site, which is thesportsinquirer.net. You can go on that site and be able to check out everything that we have going on. I know this is a football-focused show with the technical state, but we have a lot of Georgia State content with other sports, such as volleyball and with the men's soccer team, which advanced the second round of the NCAA tournament. So Brett Surrency, we've had a lot of interviews with him and Ross Feeney as well, a player for the team following their First round victory over Charlotte in the NCAA tournament. So make sure you go to the site and check that out. Hopefully we catch up with Coach uh, Cerency over the next few days, recapping the season. That should be on the site within the next few days. So be on the lookout for that. And also go to our social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the Sports Inquirer. That's all one word. Make sure you put go on there and keep track of all that we have going on. And then finally, subscribe to us on our audio and video hosts, such as YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Do a search for us there under the Sports Inquirer, and you'll be able to keep track of all that we have going on. So Georgia State football is bowl eligible for the third straight year, following a 28-20 victory over Arkansas State this past Saturday on November 20th. Big story was the defense for the Panthers. Collected 15 tackles for loss with six sacks and held the Red Wolves who are now 2-9 and nine on the season, 1-6 in the Sun Belt, held them to just 270 total yards, including a school record minus three rushing yards. So the defense did a very good job of limiting the pass-happy Arkansas State defense. And here is head coach of the Panthers, Sean Elliott, on that defensive effort. Listen, we, we, we talked all week about 609 yards of offense, 551 passing yards, eight touchdown receptions a year ago in a 59-52 defeat. And they came out and played fantastic football. They uh, they were relentless all day. Uh, offensively, we didn't put them in a lot of good situations, a lot of tough situations. They responded and, and did fantastic. And I, I'm just proud of them because there were so many defensive players that were sick this week, so many guys that couldn't come to practice, so many guys that – that couldn't go out there and play, that normally play. And uh, they stepped up and did a marvelous job. You know, I think we had one blunder right there. We give up that long screenplay. Uh, but all in all, they, they did one heck of a job. Yeah, so very big effort by, by, the, by the Panthers as far as limiting those uh, opportunities for the Panthers. And actually, let's, let's play also the thoughts on the win. I should have started off with that, uh, but we'll play it right now. Here is Coach Elliott on the win for the Panthers. We love using every last second of that 60-minute ball game, but I, I'm thrilled to death, uh, very, very proud of a lot of individual efforts that, that happened today. We had uh, we had a lot of guys this week that were, that were sick, and a lot of guys missed a lot of practice. Some guys didn't even play in the game today, and a lot of guys had to step up and, and, and do things for the first time, put into position to go out there and play meaningful snaps for the first time and uh, I'm really pleased with those guys and our coaching staff to get those guys prepared to go out there and get us a win it's another conference win um, which is huge for us 
we have no idea how this this season may finish up, but we do know one thing. We have an opportunity to go finish next week what I think is the best conference record we've ever had here at Georgia State. That's a, that, that's a, that's a great thing. Uh, we, we certainly have to do a lot of things better to get that or to make that happen. But uh, right now, we're going bowling, and uh, that, that, that feels really good. Yeah, so very good effort for Georgia State to get the bowl eligibility, and we'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. Defensive lineman Thomas Gore led the way with seven tackles, including two sacks and two and a half tackles for loss in that victory. I asked a Thomas after the contest about the team's effort to uh, rush the quarterback and stay in the backfield for the Red Wolves. Here is what Gore had to say. Well, this whole week we knew that Arkansas State was a passing team, and that's what like their main forte was. So this whole week we've been focusing on pass rush, different moves. We've been focusing on film, detailing everything out. So it just came to today to just put everything together, and that's what we did today. Yeah, so the Panthers did a very good job of that pass rush and really controlling the line of scrimmage. Other superlatives on defensive end for the Panthers, uh, John Trey Hunter had eight tackles, including four pass breakups, uh, actually a pass breakup and four tackles for a loss, which tied the school record for the most in a contest. Super senior Dante Wilson, the nose guard, he had two and a half sa- uh, tackles for loss and one and a half sacks. So now he's second all time on the GSU uh, list of career sacks behind his teammate, uh, Hadrick, Hardrick Willis, who has 12 in his career. And the secondary had some big efforts as well uh, by Quise Brown, uh, stopped a scoring drive with an interception at the one-yard line and had two pass breakups. Uh, Antavius Lane had an interception in the contest as well. Uh, so that was a big effort for him. And then finally, quarterback Jalen Jones had six tackles and three pass breakups for the Panthers in the victory. Offensively, wasn't the we've seen the Panthers have some big offensive efforts over the past few weeks through during their winning streak. Uh, not so much uh, against the against the Red Wolves, but Jamias Williams had a career high 125 yards and two TDs on just 16 carries. His first career 100 yard contest. Tucker Gray had 99 rushing yards and a score uh, in the contest. So the Panthers were still able to rush for 282 yards on the ground. Uh, Darren Granger. Solid effort, 152 yards passing, rushed for 46 uh, yards as well, had a 35-yard TD run. Uh, but the, the Arkansas State's defense was very stingy, uh, especially the, defending the, the perimeter. And uh, here is Coach Elliott on the Panthers' offensive effort against the Red Wolves. I mean, yeah, uh, Lee, I mean, here they are. They're putting everybody in the box. They're leaving us one-on-one on the edges. I mean, you got to throw that ball up there. I mean, we, we've got – to go throw that ball up there, and we've got to make those plays. We've got to come down with those plays. Um, I mean, you, you you can't let people do that to you. So, you know, at, at one point, those balls are 50-50 balls tonight. They weren't so much. Um, we got a couple more there in the second half. But, yes, um, we've got really good receivers you know, that we have to throw that ball downfield, and they have to go up and make it. You know I mean, some, somewhere, you know, you get Sam's catch, and it gets overturned or intercepted because he fell down, and, uh, wasn't ruled down, and uh, I couldn't really see what happened there. But, yeah, we've got to throw it up. We just, you know, uh, you put a lot of men in that box, and, and it's, one's going to find the open crease to make that tackle on the run. Uh, and then we got some really good perimeter runs there uh, later on. So, yeah, that was that was the thing. We saw the box and had to throw it out. Yeah, so that was just a big thing with they were really limiting the outside opportunities for the Panthers, and they were able to rush the ball which limited their explosive play potential. 
But the emergence of Jamari Thrash has been a big surprise for the Panthers at the receiver position. Coming into the season, two two receivers for all-conference or all-conference potential in Sam Pickney and Cornelius McCoy. Uh, they've been unavailable or inconsistent just due to injuries and other factors. But Jamari Thrash has really stepped up in the, his uh, second campaign with the Panthers and had a career-high 108 yards receiving and four catches in the victory over Arkansas State. Here is Coach Elliott on Thrash's effort. You know, I'm, I'm really proud of him. He's come into his own this year. <clears throat> he, uh, you know, <laughs> it was kind of funny. We came out of halftime and both of us kind of, uh, we have, we have a little, we have a good relationship so we can chit chat with one another. And I was telling him, I was like, we, you know, we got to make some, uh, perimeter throws and get that ball on the edge and, and push it downfield. And he said, I got to touch it. And I said, all right, here we go. And, uh, and he, he made some marvelous catches and did some, you know, great things for us. And he is, uh, he's really stepped up, you know, it's about, it's about growth as players, you know, uh, you just don't come in here and, and everything works. Uh, quite like you think it should. You have to work and you have to persevere through some hard hard times. And he's a man that uh, has has grown a lot, and you can see it in his play. Yeah, so it's been a very big development for the Panthers to have Jamari uh, be a big contributor for them. Now, the Panthers did lead the contest 28-13 to 13 with six minutes left and were able to stop Arkansas State on four downs deep in Red Wolves territory. And uh, the Panthers did take the ball over once again, Arkansas State returned to fumble 80 yards for a touchdown to pull within this 28 to 20 with 422 to play. However, the Panthers received the ball and Tucker Gregg had converted on two third down runs to secure the victory for the Panthers as the clock ran out. So right now, the Panthers are six and five overall and five and two in the Sunbelt Conference. They have five wins in their last six contests and are now bowl eligible, as I mentioned, for a third consecutive season. So that's a big achievement for Georgia State. Here is Coach Elliott on reaching bowl eligibility. Awesome. It's about a bunch of, bunch of men that uh, they don't let outside noise affect them. We sat there and we were one and four. We knew exactly what type of football team we had. We knew the growth that we were going to continue to have. We knew we were getting better each and every week. And they just kept their heads down and they worked. You know, everything about this season is about those men in that, that locker room right now, the wins and the losses. Uh, but when we dug ourselves out of that hole, then I knew it, what type of football team, guys that, that pull for one another. See, when you're sitting here one and four, nobody likes you very much. My wife doesn't like me. You don't like me. Uh, whoever it is, nobody likes you very much. Uh, AD doesn't like me. Allison, her SID, she doesn't like coming to my office. Uh, but you, you don't. You, you have to tune all that stuff out and you have to go to work and you have to continue to strive to be very, very good at what we can do and what we can be. Our players never flinched. They kept their head on straight. They looked forward. They came to work every single day. And here we are sitting here bowl eligible at six and five. Yes, yeah, a very big effort by the Panthers to get to that bowl eligibility. They will not be able to compete in the Sunbelt championship game because, um, Arkansas State, uh, because Appalachian State, excuse me, were able to secure that bid. They're going to face Louisiana in two weeks. But now four teams in the Sunbelt Conference are bowl eligible. Georgia State, as we've already talked about, Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina, and Louisiana. Let's start off with Coastal. Coming off of that loss to the uh, to the Panthers, 
they were able to get back uh, to their winning ways with a 35-21 victory over Texas State in a, at Coastal on Senior Day. Grayson McCall returned under center for uh, Coastal Carolina at 319 passing yards and five touchdowns. So he's tied to Chanticleer record for touchdown passes in a game. Several senior receivers had big efforts. Uh, Javon Heleth, he had 101 yards receiving and a TD. Cameron Brown had a touchdown reception as well. Uh, Isaiah Likely had 62 yards and a score uh, from the running back position. Four uh, defensive seniors, Silas Kelly, Teddy Gallagher, uh, Alex Spillum, and C.J. Brewer. They had 28 tackles, two and a half for loss, and one and a half sacks in that victory. And yes, I did see the video of Joey Chestnut in an eating competition for uh, Coastal Carolina after the, in the, after the game in the locker room. I tried to research what his connection was to Coastal, uh, but yeah, but seeing Chestnut there, we like the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. I knew, I recognized Chestnut immediately, so that was a cool visual uh, to see with that. But despite Coastal having a very good record, Appalachian State is going to represent the Eastern D Division in the conference championship game. Remember earlier in the season, App State was able to defeat Coastal on a last-second field goal. So the Mountaineers are now going to be going to Louisiana for the title game. And App State closed out uh, closed out that victory to earn a bid in the title game with a 45-7 victory over Troy. Uh, they've scored 42 straight points to close out that victory. Sophomore running back Nate Null had 102 yards in uh, rushing, so he has now rushed for more than 1,000 yards on the season. Tenth consecutive season, App State has had a thousand yard back in their uh, on their team, so big accomplishment there. Uh, senior linebacker T.D. Roof had uh, led the defensive charge. He had four tackles, including two tackles for loss and a sack. Also intercepted the ball in the contest. Mountaineers defense limited Troy to 142 yards of total offense and just 33 yards of rushing. Uh, so that was a, a big effort for the Mountaineers. As I mentioned, they're going to be heading to the Sunbelt Championship game. Georgia Southern, good effort against uh, uh, Baylor, against BYU, uh, but eventually fell 34-17. It was the highest-ranked FBS team to ever play at Polson Stadium. Uh, so the Eagles were going for the upset, and that would have been their biggest win of the season, arguably the biggest win of their history, not in the, on the, F, in the FBS level. Uh, but they were unable to come out with a victory in that contest. We'll be very, very interesting to see what happens with Clay Helton there. Uh, he is the new head coach of the team. Remember, he used to coach at USC, Southern California, not South Carolina. And we'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens there with the Eagles as they progress along. Louisiana was had a non-conference contest, and but snapped Liberty's 15-game home winning streak with a 42-14 victory. Uh, in Lynchburg. So Louisiana still nationally ranked. They had they uh, forced Liberty into six turnovers in the contest and had seven sacks. Uh, so that was a, a big defensive effort for the the Raging Cajuns, who are now won ten straight games uh, in this season. Ten straight games overall, which is a program record. Uh, so that's a big victory for the Raging Cajuns going to. Liberty and getting that victory. Some other teams stepped out of conference play this past weekend. South Alabama went to Tennessee, fell 60 to 14. Junior wide receiver Jalen Tolbert 
had 143 receiving yards on a touchdown on seven catches uh, for the South Alabama in the loss. Uh, Louisiana Monroe made the trip to Baton Rouge to face LSU, lost 27-14, to 14, uh, but saw effort by Louisiana. They're very competitive in that contest. Had several drives stopped within the LSU red zone, really inside the five-yard line. Uh, but Warhawks had 311 yards of total offense in the contest, but were unable to emerge with the victory. And that concludes this edition of Technical State of Georgia Athletics, recapping Georgia State football's win over Arkansas State, as well as the rest of the Sunbelt Conference. As always, go to thesportsinquire.net for premier news and notes in the world of sports, social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And finally, subscribe to us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, good fight, good night, and be safe.